We've got the fun, we got the energy, and we definitely have the music. So stick around here on Rowan Radio 89.7 WGLS FM Glassboro. Rowan Radio 89.7 WGLS FM proudly presents Offsides. A weekly roundtable discussion about the world of professional sports, featuring the diverse perspectives of the Rowan Radio Sports Department. And now, here's your host, Joshua Counts. Rowan Radio 89.7 WGLS FM. I'm your host, Joshua Counts, in the building once again. I hope you're all having a happy holidays, and I'm here with my main man, my constant two favorite guests, Tom Hill and Chris Gazillo. Gentlemen, how are you doing? Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Okay. Okay. You're okay? Okay. Just okay? Yeah. Is I can't a, is, be better. I, I know you can't Juan be. I, me too. Me too. I'm just, I'm in depression. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Juan <laughs> Soda. I know why you're depressed, even though you're a Yankee fan. I was, thought you would be excited for Soto, uh, no, no. but. I, I am very excited. It's, it's, it's just the other factors. I know, no, we're going to definitely, we, I, I cannot wait. For that, well, I'm going to make sure the floor is all yours. But before we go into our topics, I mean, happy holidays, everyone. And I hope you everyone doing a great time, having a great time during holidays. I hope you get your holiday shopping done early. We're coming up on the final couple, I think, what, two weeks of the semester, or even a final week of the semester. I think it ends next week. Final real week, I think it is next yeah, week. Yeah, the final yeah. week. So I hope everybody's doing well with their finals and their final studies and final projects. Nine homework assignments I had to do this weekend. <laughs> That's crazy. I got like two finals. I still got to finish. I ain't even start yet. So that's a, that's, that's a conversation for a different day. That's a conversation for a different day. But as always right here on Offsides, we do our Thursday night football recap where we had the New England Patriots take on the Pittsburgh Steelers. New England Patriots won 21-18. And before I even get to the stats, I know I'm supposed to watch it, but I didn't watch it because... I wasn't going to watch this. This was going to be a boring game. They was calling it the boring bowl on on Twitter, and I had and I wanted to watch Tyree Tyler Burton go off on uh, Milwaukee in the end season tournament in Vegas, which we'll also get to as well. But for the tonight's football, for yesterday's football game, it was Bailey Zappi Zappi. I hope I said that cor- correctly. Zappi yeah. taking on Mitch, Mitch Tr- Mitchell Trubisky and Connor Haywood. I mean, Zappi looked like a Hall of Fame quarterback in the first half. I mean, three touchdowns. He threw for uh, he threw for 240 yards, had a QBR of 52. He was 19 of 28. And while Pittsburgh, I mean, they, they came back. I guess. I mean, I know a couple Steelers fans. I was shocked when they started posting, "Hey, they they're back. They're coming back." And I'm just like, "What's the what's the point?" I mean, it's it's over. Your, your season kind. I think your season's done. I mean, actually, I'll start with the question. Do you think Pittsburgh can make the playoffs? No. The no. AFC is just too deep. They're 7-6, and six, and they're a weird 7-6 and because they're not this good. But they've been winning some games early on, and they just did not look good defensively last night against Bailey Zappi early on. Josh mentioned the three touchdowns early. How about Ezekiel Elliott throwing it back to his Cowboy days? Finally. He had a touchdown. Yeah, he looked good. 20 Tom, Tom good games. Yeah, 140 total yards on the ground. No Ramondre Stevenson. So... When you take a look at this Steeler team, they're just not a very good offensive team. They fired Matt Canada. The offense still doesn't look great. They owe him an apology. Yeah, they do. They owe him I an mean, apology. It's not just him. It really is not just him. Trubisky's not good. Pickett has not looked good. They drafted him a few years ago. He's been a bit of a bust. This is just not a very good team. It just isn't. Offensively, they're not. So now, 
I'm not even going to talk about the the Patriots because we all know their season is done as well. <laughs> they, they might have screwed up because they won this game. Yeah. Yeah, now they got to figure out where they're going to land in the draft, in the draft, whether in the top three or top four in the draft. And their question is, who do they go after in terms of a quarterback? Because I think Mac, the, I think the bust is on Mac Jones' name right now. I don't want to call him a bust, but that's what it's he's, looking like. He's looking like a bust. Um. If they can get probably one of the top quarterbacks, maybe Jaden Daniels, maybe Penix. Caleb off the table? Probably yeah. at this point. The Panthers what? just can't win a he's game. Pro- even he's if probably going try. to Chicago. What about probably. Bo Nix from Oregon? Because I know I think he's most likely will come out. He's been in college like for six years, I think. So. <laughs> I feel like you would have to trade back for him. I don't think you would take him three or four. You'd probably take a Penix or a Drake May if he falls. Has Penix declared for the draft? I'm just because I'm I'm curious because not, not I don't yet, know if he no. might I mean, he might stay one of the year because I'm thinking if he stays another year then Bo Nix might move up high in the draft so that's another thing and also yo we were we might as well talk we talked about the quarterbacks we might as well talk about the coaches is it an end of an era in both these respected and historic franchises I mean Mike Tomlin's been there God knows how long Bill Belichick's been there even longer. I think when you look at it, are we looking at the end of both these Hall of Fame coaches' careers in their respective cities? I think you are, and I think it's kind of a shame because the league has moved offensive. Like, a lot of the big young coaches yeah. are offense. And Bill Belichick defense, Mike Tomlin defense, obviously historic coaches, a lot of success in their past, but I think the league has kind of passed up what they do well, and what they do well is defense, cornerbacks, defensive linemen scheming up plays to prevent the opposing offense from scoring but now the rules everything's tailored to the quarterback and the offense and I think more so Belichick than Tomlin but I, I, do I think was about you, to say I think it's I'm leaning towards if you put right. and gave me a choice of who I think is going to be fired I'm betting my money on Belichick than Tomlin as much because I think Tomlin can still figure out even though the season is a wash, I think next season, if you get the offensive pieces, you make the right moves, get a good, good coordinator, you might be able to salvage this Pittsburgh team because they got pieces on there. Defense is legit. They got question marks on quarterback, obviously, with Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, Kenny Pickett is question mark. I love Najee Harris on the running on the running back side. When they finally use him. Well, that's another thing. They got to get the offense. They got to get that offensive line fixed, too. That offensive line needs help. But when you look, but I think again, if you get the pieces there, and they ain't no, they ain't no easy division either. They're in a very, very tough division with Cincinnati, Baltimore, and Cleveland, versus New England. Because New England, the issue with New England, Bill Belichick is Tom Brady. You, you, you ostracized. Not I won't say ostracized, but you, you kicked Tom Brady to the curb, so to speak, when he, when he didn't want to leave. We all Tom Brady wanted was some special treatment. I just wanted you to treat me right. And you decide to let me go. It's like when you got we got that baddie on, and then you let her go. And the next thing you know, she goes to someone else, and she looking better than ever. And that's and you're worse for wear. That's what it is. That's what this is. And now you're like, okay, you drafted Mac Jones. He ain't looking good. You hired your old friends in a uh, Bill O'Brien, Bill O'Brien, and Joe Judge, Joe Judge, and what's the Matt Patricia? Matt Patricia, yep. And they're not good. I think he might get Josh McDaniels again as well. Oh, Probably. Yeah, that that just seems like a, every three years he crawls his way back into Bill's office. Yeah. So and I'm like, so again, you might get, you pick up Josh McDaniels again. That's not going to help Mac Jones. Also, the stat is there's a stat that you haven't had a Pro Bowler outside of a kicker in forever. You have no wide receivers to speak of outside Juju Smith-Schuster, and you got for your running back, you got Ezekiel Elliott, Elliott who borderline is looking borderline to some people is washed. 
I think it's a wrap for Bill Belichick. I'm, I disagree. You disagree? I'm going to say why. With how successful and how, how um, what's the word I'm trying to, look, trying to use? Um, Legendary? Revered. You're not going to tell him to, you're not, you're not going to fire him. With how, with how, why not? But could you make it a good PR look like Bill is stepping away? Exactly. Yes. I'm, yes. I'm going to say, but yeah, that's, that, that's what I'm saying. But that's but still a fire. That's still that's a, leaving the organization. I understand that, but I'm saying like, so you're, we're you're, not, you're not going to, with how legendary he is. We're going to hit not, him with the parted ways thing. We just I mean, you might have to that's because, still fire. because if you fire, because if it, they just come out and say we fired him, you know how mad Patriots fans are going to be because They're of how. Not mad. But it's just buttering up. You're firing the guy. You're just not saying exactly. Bill Belichick. You're respectfully has been saying fired. you're fired by saying we respectfully part away. That Relieved is just the, you of your duties. That's that's a nice way to say we're breaking up, without saying we're breaking up. No, I know, but but you just you're not gonna. I, why I not? Why not? I'm tell, I'm asking you a direct question. Why not? When he's had losing seasons for the past since Tom Brady, he hasn't had a winning season. I don't think since Tom Brady been there. He hasn't been to the playoffs since Tom Brady. Well, they were there 2021, but they, they got killed by yeah. Okay, Buffalo. okay. So I apologize. Yep. I apologize. So they was there in 2021. You stunted Mac Jones's growth. Your offense looks terrible. The team looks demoralized. It looked like nobody want to play with you or be there in New England. Robert Kraft is now in a position like, yo, I really might have to let go of this Hall of Fame quarterback or at least take him away from the general manager position. It's one or the other. I, you got to get that, rid of him at GM. Yeah. Because they can't draft. They cannot draft, especially at the receiver position. No. Some of these teams have two great receivers. The Patriots don't even have one. When was the last time the Patriots had a great receiver? Randy Moss? Randy Moss. That was what, oh, no, no, no. Edelman. Julian Edelman, are maybe. We, are we counting Edelman as a great receiver? He's good. He's not great. He's, I'm saying not great. But when was but, the last but, time they had but, like a Other than Randy Moss, that's, that's, a, that's one of his best. Re- other than Moss, that that's was like one they, of his great receivers. They got receivers. Randy Moss on cheap because Randy Moss was borderline past his prime, and though he had he had Tom Brady throwing him the football, and I'm not taking away from anything from Randy Moss. Randy Moss is a Hall of Fame wide receiver. Right. But at that time, you got him for cheap. Since then, you haven't picked up a C.D. Lamb, a Devontae Smith, a DeAndre Hopkins, a Justin Jefferson, or somebody. They were supposed to get Hopkins, and then, and then they just fell out of the deal. They were supposed to get Hopkins. Exactly. You're not spending money on superstar people. It's like you, and that was the issue with Tom, had Tom Brady had with, well, had with Bill, one of them anyway, outside the special treatment. He wanted to be treated like a super, he wanted to be treated like a legend and a legendary quarterback, that the way he got treated in Tampa. Another issue is like, yo, outside of Gronk, you haven't been giving me anything. I'm literally using, like, legit the fourth rounders. And I think the frustrating part for Tom was not only am I using third and fourth rounders, like you said, Josh, but he was also taking pay cuts. So it's like, hey, I'm making way less money than I could be somewhere else in hopes that you can build around me and give me a wide receiver or give me another offensive lineman or bring in another good defensive end so that we can win these games. And late in the New England tenure, it wasn't happening. Yeah. They tried it with Juju, and it didn't work. Yep. I think that's the reason why I think he's over. I, I think it's – I'm not saying You're, he can't be you know, a coach. You know, I agree with you now. I, I, I I'm not saying he can't be a coach anywhere. I'm just saying he can't be a coach here anymore. Imagine, imagine he comes back to the Giants as the defensive coordinator. That if they get rid of, they get rid of Wink, <laughs> yo, Bill Belichick <laughs> going to the to the New York Giants or anywhere in New York, Go, going back to New York because he, he, he was a defensive coordinator. Yeah, I'm about to say he was originally from New York, so yeah. that would be that would be crazy. That would be quite a story. But moving on, let's take a look around the NFL. I mean, let's talk about the obvious in the room, man. The playoff race is heating up, and this Sunday. Well, Sunday night, we have the Eagles and the Cowboys at Jerry World. 
a very good matchup. I mean, and let's get dun, to dun, it. Dun-dun-dun. Dun-dun-dun. And then we have to also talk about the 49ers beating up on the Eagles. So I want to ask the question to the panel. Tom, we're going to start with you. Who ha- who needs to win more? Eagles or the Cowboys? I think it's the Cowboys. And I think the reason why the Cowboys need to win more, I'll give you two reasons. Number one, Philly is ending this really tough stretch where they played Kansas City on the road in the rain. They Buffalo did. in the rain. They did. San Francisco in the rain. That was three back-to-back rain games? Back-to-back-to-back rain games. Jeez. And three really good teams. And they went 2-1 and one in that stretch. Now they play this Dallas team on the road in the Dome. And I understand it's you know in division. You want to lock up the one. But I think this Dallas team, that defense last Thursday night, did not look really good against they Seattle. They did. DK Metcalf absolutely torched Bland who has these pick sixes, so that's another narrative to look at. But I think this is big. Dallas lost to Philly earlier this year. I know but it, it was wasn't a, a blowout. Game. It was not a blowout, and Dak played really good football. But you've been playing great football recently. Right. Uh, right He's been playing for the last couple level weeks. Football. So. Yep, and CeeDee Lambs looked great. But I think Dallas needs to win. They're at home. They already lost to Philly earlier this year. I think the pressure's on them. I would say I'm going, I'm going to go to you right, right after this, Chris. I think it's on the Eagles. I think you need to bounce back quick. After that, it wasn't that you were lost in San Francisco. You got, blown out. You got beat up. You got punched in the face, kicked in the chest, beat up. You, you know what a fight back mean with a dude beating up on a one dude? <laughs> that was literally the Niners against the Philadelphia Eagles. They were just beating the living brakes off them to the point even when they got, uh, what's my man named? Don, Big Dom. Don Big Cianto, Dom, yep. Big Don Cianto out of the kicked out of the game. <laughs> they st- we thought that was going to be the rallying cry yeah, for I Philadelphia. So they said, shut up. There's no rally here. Debo Samuel stood on business. He said stood last on year, business. you won because Brock Purdy's hurt. Well, now Brock and Purdy's healthy. And that's why I put an asterisk next to that. I'm not saying the Eagles couldn't make the Super Bowl, but it's different when y'all beat a great team that had no quarterback whatsoever, who only option they had was just to run the football every single play. Now we come in fully loaded, now we healthy, and now we see it's a different story. It would have been a different story in the NFC Championship game. So now you got the doubt. I'm like, oh, man, maybe we not like that if you're Philly, I'm talking about. So you got to go in Dallas. I'm not saying you're probably not going to beat the brakes off them because I think Dallas is a really good team, especially with a great defense led by Michael Parsons, Lawrence. You got uh, Stephon Gilmore back there. You got um, what Bland. You, Bland. Thank you, thank you, Tom. There. So I think you and you got a great offense in Dallas. So I think it's going to be a dog fight. But you, if you're the Eagles, you need to win this. I was going to say the same thing. The Eagles definitely need to win. Need to win this this Sunday. And the, and the other reason is Jalen Hurts needs to play. Needs to be a little better. And in the, in a couple of these games, he hasn't looked. I mean, he's looked okay, but he hasn't looked the best that he that we know that he can be. Yeah. Also, they need they need the defense to, to pretty much step up. You cannot let up forty two points like they did last. Like they did last week. That was week. bad, and they let up six. It was like six straight touchdown drives. So that was that was really bad. And as and as we know, the Eagles defense is like pr- pretty much one of the best in the league. They, uh, not one. I'm saying like one. one I'm not yeah, one of the best in the league, but they haven't looked that good. I mean, San Francisco, and you mentioned this last Friday, and we talked about this upcoming that game that it was going to be one in the trenches, and the and the San Francisco dominated both sides of the trenches. I mean, and it. And I didn't even. Kick, I forgot the fact that Chase Young was there on the right side. You now you got to deal with Nick Bosa and Chase Young, <laughs> so there was that whole element. And again, also if Philly loses, I believe they might lose the number one seed because after this they got to play Seattle, which is no cakewalk either in Seattle. And it's Monday night on the road. 
they have an easy schedule after Seattle, so that is the saving grace. But Josh, your point. Dallas, they win on Sunday night. They're ten and three. Philly's ten and three. Philly two straight. Niners losses. is going to be ten and three. Niners, yep. So this NFC, it's shaping up. You only have one bye week, and also one of the things I will say though is this: if you lose the division and you don't get the one seed, and you have a really good record, you are the five. And even though you're on the road, who at are you? Atlanta who are you most confident? Okay, out of the three teams, Philly, Dallas, and uh, and San Francisco, who are you most confident on the road? Because to me, I'm San Francisco. I'm cool. We get, I'm cool if we on the road because we prove we could beat y'all anywhere. As huh? of December 8th, I would go with the 49ers. Because now you're because they said that that tells me, yo, if you're Philly, oh, yeah, we really might need the number one seed. We really might need that Philadelphia playoff atmosphere to win because even though it might not make a difference against 49ers, if they come in the building, if they did what they did, they might come in the back, coming back uh, later in December, early January to do the same thing. But you need that number one seed because a Dallas, Dallas doesn't play. Dallas doesn't play great on the road. Dak Prescott doesn't anyway. That that looks great at home on a road, especially on playoff on the road. It's a different story. So now you affect him. Playoff atmosphere. We'll see what Brock Purdy's capable of if they run up against the Eagles and Lincoln Financial Field. You might be able to affect him and get to get to a psyche. But a, but if Philly doesn't win that number one seat and it's San Francisco or Dallas. We're looking at a different story for the play, for the Super Bowl. We are. And I think to your point, I think it is big on Dallas because Dak, even historically, not even just this season, even historically, we've seen Dak go on the road, do or die situation, got to have it, and they don't win the game, and he in particular doesn't play well. And even though I've been kind of on the Cowboy bandwagon, because of their defense, yeah. But last week that defense did not look as good. I know Seattle. Was, they has a was good carried offense, by Dak. They was carried by Dak. Yeah, that game was one hundred percent carried by Dak and Ceedee Lamb. But you, one of the things I do like about Dallas this year is you can win shootouts. That's something that this is the best we've ever seen Dak Prescott, and I think that's big. That's a fact because years in the past they would win 11, 12 regular season games. The reason they choke in the playoffs is because Dak would look a little limited on the road at San Fran or at Philly or wherever. Mm-hmm. But I think this year it's a little bit different. I think we're I think Sunday's gonna tell a really big story of who these two teams are, especially going down for the playoffs. But we're gonna get ready to head to break and before and before we go, let's take a look at the WGLS campus calendar. Rowan University's Department of Public Safety would like to remind everyone in the Rowan community about the importance of pedestrian safety, especially while crossing Route 322. Pedestrians traveling along the Chamberlain, the Chamberlain Student Center construction site are urged to follow all caution signs and avoid directly walking onto the highway. And motors who fail to stop for pedestrians face serious fines. Please follow state law and stop for pedestrians. For questions about public safety, please call 856-256-4922. This campus calendar is brought to you by Ron Radio 89.7 WGLS-FM, your source for campus news and information.
WGLS programming is made possible in part by the Rowan University Alumni Association. Delighted to serve over 100,000 Rowan Proud Profs through exciting events and programs, communications, volunteer and mentorship opportunities, and special benefits and discounts. Since its founding, the Alumni Association has worked to maintain a lasting and positive relationship between our dedicated graduates and their alma mater. Alumni are encouraged to check out the website for more information about getting involved. The website is alumni.rowan.edu. The Rowan University Alumni Association is proud to sponsor the programming on Rowan Radio. Coverage of prof sports on Rowan Radio is made possible in part by the Brown and Gold Gridiron Club. The Gridiron Club is composed of former participants and supporters of the RUGSC football program, whose goal is to bridge Rowan's athletes past, present, and future. If you would like to support the club, participate in Gridiron events, or would like more information, the email address is gridironclub at rowan.edu. The Brown and Gold Gridiron Club is proud to support Prof Sports on Rowan Radio. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to a Friday's edition of All Sides. I am your host, Josh Counts, here with Tom Hill and Chris Gazillo. And Chris, you've been waiting for this topic. Yes, I have. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've been living under a rock, and I hope you haven't, but the college football football college football rankings has been announced, finalized, and are set for the playoffs New Year's Eve. I think they are New Year's Eve, I believe, correct? Yes. New Year's Eve. Okay, I was correct. New Year's Eve and... Florida State, who went undefeated 13-0, did not make it. But I'm not going to talk about Florida State. I'm going to leave that for this man right here. Chris, you've been big on Florida State all season. You went on a rant last week, and I only expect an even bigger rant today. The floor, the microphone, the spotlight, it's all on you. It's all on yours. I am pissed at the CFP right now, man. I, I, can't, I still can't believe that they did this. I seriously can't. Oh, Florida State went 13 and 0. That is hard to do in college. Hard to, and I understand that they're in the ACC. The ACC is not good, but it is mostly hard that we have. It is hard to for for teams to be 13 and 0. And they went 13 and 0, and you get screwed because because Alabama beat freaking Georgia. I mean, come on. I, and I understand that we're that we're, that. That Alabama beat Georgia, and I understand that's big. But Alabama almost lost to a five and six Auburn team, and had to be had to be give, gifted by a lucky hell mary. And if that doesn't happen, Florida State makes the playoffs. And I just want to say one thing: Jordan, because they're kicking Florida State out of the playoffs because Jordan Travis got hurt. I think that's a load of BS. Be- Get it off your chest. Take your time. Get it off your chest. You gotta give me a second. I'm, 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 it's it. Well, it irks admit, me. It can we all me. admit that the idea of the college football playoff committee is absolutely ludicrous? I think it's yes. ludicrous, but I think it's also ludicrous because we'd only add four teams. Right. This should have never been four. This should have to me. It should have been a start at six. At six, right there at the beginning. You're telling me NCAA college football, this multi-billion-dollar corporation. I, 
quick question before you go. I'm like, I'm curious who votes on the committee. Is it former players? Is it of like football? There's like 13 guys in a room. By football, I don't know. I want is it? I want names. Is it former players or analysts? Because I think analysts. I think it's just analysts. If it's an analyst, okay, you it's, better you better play football, bro. Right. But it's also I'm not like, trying to be like that dude. Like, yo, you got to play the sport so, to talk about. But I'm like, yo, you gonna vote on a team? Yeah. To get in, who is undefeated? I'm like, all right, bro. You had to play. You gotta know like this story. It's such a subjective. Thing. Like, it's just not this is the team that we feel is going because of record like it is in the NFL. It's just I don't know why All they right. do it this way. Are you finished your rant or should I? Get, I, I, got, I got two more things to get, say. Get off your chest because I'm about to break your heart. <sighs> Jordan, I understand that they that they kicked him out because Jordan Travis got injured. But we saw Florida um, – oh, excuse me, Ohio State get in with a third string. Yep. And I understand they won 59 nothing, but it's a third string. It's a it's a third string that they let into the freaking playoffs. Who was that third string? It was uh, I forgot his name, Pill or something. Something. I don't know what his name, is, but you have to give Florida State a chance. I understand that 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 Alabama won, but when you go thirteen and zero, Michigan won at thirteen and zero, and so did Washington. How how come Florida State doesn't get in? Chris, well, can I uh, break your heart a little bit before Josh? Just does? go. So uh, you said it's hard to go thirteen and zero. You know what's hard? It was Cardell Jones. That was the third. Go thirteen and zero in the SEC. You're telling me this Georgia Bulldog team that was easily no, I'm, the I'm best sa- team in the country. I was about to no, no. I, 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 I was going to bring up Georgia. Well, what I was going to say before, was, but that's not well. That wasn't my main point. No, no. What I was going to say was Georgia deserved it more more than more than Alabama. Okay, they, let me go. Let me go. Let no, me, no, I'm, let, I'm saying. Let me get I'm my saying, bar. Uh, wait, 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 real quick. Real quick. Okay. <laughs> if if we let Georgia in, it's, it would probably be Washington, Michigan, Georgia, and Florida State. If we're doing by record. Hang on. So see, we're see, not letting Texas. T- t- hang on. See, see, that that's that's the issue. We're doing by record, and that's the correct way to do it. But the fact of the matter is, I kind of see where the playoff committee is coming from. Even if I don't like the decision, and I think the committee, I a, a committee decide uh, who gets in is kind of is very questionable. But I get the idea of why they kept Florida State out. Yes, Jordan Travis got hurt. It is unfortunate. My heart broke, especially with the tweet he put out. I'm sorry to everybody because he blames himself. That's unfair. Football is a it's a it's a brutal sport. It's a barbaric sport. I love it, but at the end of the day, it, it the injuries are a part of the game. He got hurt at the unfortunate time, and unfortunately, it cost him his team a chance to get into the the college football playoff. Now, if you're committing, if you're a viewer, if you're if you're trying to build the college football players on par to, on, to make it on par with the NFL Super Bowl, because that's what they've been trying to do for the last couple of years, they want this to be the equivalent of the college. They want this to be the Super Bowl of college sports, where we want you to pay for all the expensive commercials to get all these great performances at the major big stadium for stadiums. They want that. We cannot have Florida State without their star quarterback Jordan Travis go into the college football playoff and get obliterated. But and, or even if the chance, even if there's a slim chance they could pull off a Cinderella story and make it to the national championship. We cannot take that chance of them getting obliterated by Michigan or Washington State. Why? Because TCU happened to TCU. TCU went to the national championship game and got obliterated by Georgia to the point we're not, we're that was we're that was okay. Go ahead. Go I'm ahead. really glad you brought up TCU. But we're not going to talk talk about that TCU beat Michigan. We, we would have had it a chance was a against chance. Michigan. It was a slim. It was a chance. At the end of the day, the, it, I get it. It's a Cinderella story. I, I honestly do get it. But at the same time, do we really want to see? If you're, if, if even if you're, you're not a Florida State fan, do you really want to see Florida State without Jordan Travis? No, you don't. 
Who does? I don't even know what their backup or third string it dude is. I it's really don't. Rod, it's Tate Rodmaker and Mark and Mark One. And I get it. I, I, I get the idea. And I'm all for. The, dog, I watch pro wrestling. I'm all about the storylines and and, and the storylines. I think that's the that's the hook for me. The storyline. But I and I but I, I I get it. Like you can't take that chance that Florida State without Jordan Travis can can beat Michigan or Washington. You can't you can't bank on it. I'm I'm put I I'm not willing to bet my my chances on especially on a on a on a uh, idea that's been growing steadily as years progress where we've had back to back rivalry between Alabama Georgia Alabama Clemson which have been good games where people are tuned in to watch them you can't have that so yeah I think personally Georgia got robbed in all of us Ohio State even though I was and when I knew when I when they lost that game against Michigan I knew it was going to cost them. I knew it was gonna come back and bite them, even though I, I wanted them to get in. Georgia should have got in, even though they lost against the SEC, the SEC championship against Alabama. That was a great game, by the way. But I think that was probably why Alabama proved that we can hang with them. We can hang with them. Texas beat Alabama. I don't know. That was a shocker to me that Texas got in. That was the biggest shot. But how do you how you put Alabama in, not Texas? And how Texas. do you put Georgia in and not Texas if you're putting in Georgia, the team that lost to Alabama, who's the team that lost exactly. to Texas? Exactly. So Texas has to get in. Now, what they do in the uh, now what Texas does against Washington, we'll see come New Year's Eve. It's Alabama, gonna be Alabama, Texas. We already know this. I don't think it's gonna be Alabama, Texas. It because his I think it might be Alabama, which Washington. For all Alabama we know. Is, Alabama's gonna destroy Michigan. That's the thing. That brings me to another good point. And the, this the, is the hold reason, up, hold reason, up. No, 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 I'm explaining to you. Okay. When did you guys see the reaction from Michigan? They wanted Florida State. I, I, they did, and that's why I brought it up. This is for me, in a way, karma for Michigan with the whole cheating scandal. This is karma. We're gonna put you up against the greatest college football coach of all time, and Nick Saban, and we're gonna see if you can be. If you beat Nick Saban, then you win the national championship in my eyes. But if you can go out there and lose, this is karma for that whole cheating scandal. You got the number one seed. You got in. You beat Ohio State. Now let's see if you can beat the GOAT. I think it's going to be Alabama-Washington. I think it's Alabama-Washington. I don't think Texas is good enough defensively to stop Penix and that receiver O'Dunes, who's going to be a phenomenal find for an NFL team. And Penix as well. So Plus, I oh, expect really good games. I'm glad Florida State did not get in. And I know you hate to hear that. I'm glad they're not I mean, in. It, me too. I'm, I'm, I'm sad. I'm really am sad because I saw the reaction video, which was hilarious at the same time. <laughs> as sad as it was because there was two dudes that just got him ready to leave before the coach said, yo, nah, nah, we're going to stay. He's going to give his little good, good speech and all that. But it, it's just that it, it, I don't think nobody wants to see it. Nobody wants to see Florida State without Jordan Travis. I think a lot of this is, Josh, to your point, TCU last year. I think they saw it. And, yes, this Chris, is ratings TCU too. did beat Michigan last year in that first round. But I think a lot of times we see teams where everyone thinks, oh, let's, you know, root for the Cinderella, give the Cinderella yeah. a shot. And then when the game's reality sets in at seven, some point, it's like you got to kind of toe the company the, line. This gotta, is, this is, I've been saying this since Jordan Travis got hurt and when, when we were talking about if they're going to get in or not. This is going to be ratings. This is going to be based off ratings. Now you got now the ratings of the college football players might be higher than they ever were. Now because you got John Har- not John Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh taking on um, Saban. Saban. 
Saban probably on his way to winning his God knows how many national championships. I've lost count, honestly. He'll probably write, have a PR person write up his victory speech if he does win. Yeah, what would it be, six now, seven now, maybe? Six. I, I've really lost count of how many he won. Nick Saban has dominated college football for the last. Yo, you're so depressed. I wish we had a camera so the audience could see how depressed you look. Like, it's so, I'm so sorry. It's just so funny. Like, you got your head down. Like, he's just, like, pouting. It's like, yo, you're so depressed. I am, man. It's... That is hilarious. It's an unfortunate incident that Florida State couldn't get in because Jordan Travis got hurt. But at the end of the day, I feel like that this, the right decision was made. Let me, let me ask a question real quick. If Jordan Travis was still healthy, you think that you think they get in? 100%. Yes, 100%. Heck, even they had Deion Sanders as their head coach. They got it. They get in without Jordan Travis because there's sizzle there. There's there's, there's ratings. Moxie. There's, yep. there's moxie. There's viewership. People want people were watching Colorado even when they were getting blown out because we want to see Coach Ron. People were watching USC, and USC wasn't good this year. But exactly. They have a really good quarterback. People watching Alabama, and Alabama struggled early on in the season before they turned it around. Like, people watched, like, the casuals. Big brands. Exact. Casuals watch the big brands. Like, that. that's how you, you always get the casual. Everybody's going to watch LeBron James play because it's LeBron James. Everybody's going to watch Steph Curry play because it's Steph Curry. Right. When you have the new, the, the people, the names that people don't recognize, they're least likely to watch. It's just the truth. I mean, look at with the Diamondbacks and Rangers. Nobody, the well, I, I didn't even care for that World Series at all. Now, if you had Phillies and Rangers, you would have people watch. Why? Because of the Phillies. People know the Phillies. If you had Phillies Astros, everybody's going to watch. Rematch right. from last year. If, when you got, if, even if you had the Astros against against the um, Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks. Thank you, Tom. People watch because it's the Astros. They want right. to see the Astros probably win again or hate on the Astros. Hope they lose. Or hate watch. That's actually correct. They want to hate watch on the Astros. Hate the it's just it's unfortunate. Nobody wants to see Florida State. Now I feel like people are gonna watch more just to see Alabama or Texas lose because they robbed Florida State. That's even that's even that's another thing. I don't even know if I should root for Michigan or Alabama. I don't even know who to root for. I should root for don't. Michigan and just be the bad guy. Just hope the cheaters. Win. I don't know who to root for. I'm gonna actually root for Alabama. Cause no, I but, just, no, but if Michigan wins, does that help our case though? Like, or or if it, or if, what is that? What it, like if they if they blow out Alabama? Well, yeah, Alabama winning actually help your or help their case of oh, the Michigan or for or it would help the college football playoff committee's case if Alabama yes it all. okay yes yes if but Alabama guess, goes out and whoops Michigan I'm not saying we're not whoops in terms of blood but beats Michigan this is why we put them in instead of Florida State I'm without saying, Jordan Michigan Travis. beats Alabama then it helps magically if, magically case. if they beat Alabama if Michigan beats Alabama the point is still the same as me and Thomas saying that you need a competitive game if, I don't think Florida State would have gave you a competitive game. They struggled to beat, what should we call it, Louisville. No, but here's the thing. The reason they struggled is because of the third string. He was a true freshman. The last so time. So it doesn't matter. No, no, no. no. The, you go wait, for the wait, third listen, stringer listen, listen, in the college football listen, against no, Michigan? No no, 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 no. If the playoffs started in a month, the guy Rodmaker, the second string, would have played, not the third string. And would that be enough to beat Michigan? I feel like it, the games that we saw Rodmaker play, he was actually better than Glenn. Glenn only had 55 yards because he's a true freshman. The last time Glenn, the third string, pl- only played was when Florida State played North Alabama. They were winning 66 nothing. Who's the stu- who's the second string? Tate Rodmaker? Tate Rodmaker. So you think Rodmaker would have been enough to. I'm saying I, I'm not the saying they would have. Blo- I'm not saying that he's got 510 yards in a season. He's got a 57 percent completion percentage, <laughs> uh, five touchdowns, zero interceptions. Oh, he's dude. been sacked five times. Get out of the ACC. Just get out of that conference. Is Go a- to the SEC. Please. I'm gonna say the SEC looks like it's done too. So did you see that the that the owner wants to uh, 
that wants to uh, what's what's the word um find the uh, CFP wants to sue. Is that possible? Really? They they want it they want the uh, the owner of FSU wants to take out a million dollars and sue the CFP. Ron DeSantis advocated for that. That's that's what I was saying. Yeah. I'm about to say I'm not kind of shocked. Um. I don't even want them to. It's it's not even worth it. It's not even it's not even worth it. <laughs> well, I never asked. Why are you a big Florida State guy? Are you from Florida? No, it, because my dad used to watch them all the time, and then, okay, he, and okay. then he showed me into it, and I and I just kept watching. Okay, so it was like five or something. Okay, okay. You're I, a big Cam Akers guy. Big Cam, uh, big Ramsey. Big, big Win. I actually met Win- James Cook. Winston. I'm about to say big James Winston guy. <laughs> I actually met Winston. I got I got a signature. Oh, that's dope. That's yeah, dope, that's dope. But. Obviously, we all know politics played a part in this. Yeah. The ratings, everything. Unfortunately, Florida State couldn't get in. Next year, they'll get in. I think if Jordan Travis does decide to come back and finish, I don't, uh, I don't think he, I don't think he'll be able to because of his leg. Was we'll say it again? Because of his leg, you know, you never know if he's going to be able to play or not. That's true. So, I, oh, because of how bad, because of how bad the injury was, you don't know if he's going to be able to play yeah. football again. Yeah, that's, that's true. That, I didn't even think of that. That that's a. That's a sad one right there. Florida State's probably going to have to go into the portal and grab a new quarterback now. I mean, you probably a lot of people are hitting the portal. Or you want to go pick up somebody off the, coming Sh- out of high Sh- school. Shador, you want to come to uh, Florida State? You better give his dad his head coaching <laughs> job then. <laughs> I'll fire a novel and I'll, and I'll give it to Shador. Uh, uh, Dion. I think crazy part is Dion. See, that's the irony of this situation. If Dion was head, because Dion wanted to be Florida State head coach before they went with the other dude. And then he went to, Dion went to Colorado. If Dion was head coach, they would have got in. Probably. And, Josh, it goes back to your point because there's something to watch. Yeah. And I know, you know, it's kind of. That makes it even more fun. Yo, we got to get a camera every time we do this so we can post it on live or YouTube. We got to get it. We could have had Shador. We could have had Dion. Well, if you do this next time. We could have had Travis Hunter. We could have had. But we had to go with uh, Mike Novell. If you do this next October, you'll catch him uh, sulking after. a Yankee playoff loss. Ooh, we gonna tell. That's I good. swear, if they if they go into this season, because I've I have high expectations. If they go into the season and lose to the Astros, I'm gonna be in this seat looking like this. <laughs> what could have been? What could have been? Well, speaking of the Yankee, actually, before we get to the Yankees, we gonna talk about them a little in just in a sec. But the Heisman is announced Saturday. Do we have our Heisman picks? Yeah. Who's our Heisman pick? Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels. Oh, that was going Knicks. But Jaden Daniels, hey, all right, Jaden Daniels it is. Any – did Marvin Harrison get some love? I think he got something. Some. But some. I, it's, it's mostly Mostly a quarterback award. Mostly a quarterback Okay. Devontae I think Smith it's between years ago. But. Pe- sorry, Penix. I'm about to say Jayden, Penix was my pick. It's What is it? Penix, Mick, um, J- uh, Daniels. Bo Nix. Nix. A little bit of Harrison. But who else was it? So was that, was that it? in there? Who? Odunes on Washington. He should be. He that guy's a beast. He's Could so be. I think. I think. But I think, like you said, I think it might be Daniels. They prioritize mostly on uh, on uh, quarterbacks. I would love. Arizona I would love State. Marvin Harrison to get it because I'm Marvin Harrison played for my team, the Indianapolis Colts. I would love to see his son get it, and he had a great year. I don't. I think he said he was undecided if he was coming out or not. Maybe he want. Maybe he'll want to run it back. With it Ohio would be State. crazy. Apparently, if he, he got stayed. some huge NIL deal that like supersedes anybody else's NIL ever. And, and I guess it like even Shador because Shador got some. It, got the it's bag. commensurate to that of like the second overall pick, and it's. He's Woo! having some doubts about entering into the NFL draft, which did you see the reason why in college? Well, that was the thing about the NIL, but people were that were going to put a pause on that. The athletes would start to make more money than what they could make on the uh, on the on the pro league early on, early on in the pro league before they actually get the bag in the later years. But wait, did you guys see why that he might stay? 
What was the reason why? Because because he wants to be Michigan. I can see that. That's why I feel like he wanted and to he run it back. Win, and he wants to win a natty. Yeah, that's why I feel like he wanted to run it back. With Ohio is he twenty one right now? I think so. So he would be a senior next yeah, year. Yeah, so it'll be a senior next yeah. year. I mean, I figured like when I read that, I part of me felt like he wants to run it back with Ohio State because he felt like they got they should have been in as well if they didn't lose to Michigan. Um, but we're gonna take a uh, not take a quick break. We're gonna move on to our next topic though. MLB yesterday, I believe it was yesterday. I got smiles in the room. Juan Soto is on his way to the Bronx. He's going to the Yankees. So, Chris, Sir, you're, my, you're my Yankee fan. You're my resident Yankee fan, in fact. Talk to me. Juan Soto headed to the Yankees. A lot of people say the Padres want to trade because they got a lot of young prospects. But what does this mean for the Yankees getting Soto, three-time All-Star? He was a, he's a sl- former slugger winner, 2019 World Series champion. What does this mean for Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Santin, and the rest of the New York Yankees fans all over? It's now uh, World Series a bust, Fit, literally, because you got the. We've been wanting Cashman to do this for months, mm-hmm. for years, for to make a move. You missed out on Seager. You missed out on Semyon. You mm-hmm. missed out. On, who am I missing? Freddie Bryce Freeman, Harper, Manny Freddie Machado, Bryce the, Harper. Everybody, every Shohei superstar Otani. that came out and on the. Uh, they, they might actually we're gonna talk about him in a later because I don't know Matt about Olsen. him. Matt Olson, a, a bunch of guys, and we were on the way. I. Was almost on the fence of wanting Chapman, uh, geez, what's it, Cashman gone because he wasn't making any of his moves. But now that he, that we have Soto and now we have a two-way punch with with Judge and Soto's Soto. also only twenty-five too. Very I know that's young. crazy. Very young. and and real estate. They didn't give up anything. I mean, I mean, Michael. I mean, Michael although they King gave him was a really good pitcher, but they developed him. He was a starter into a reliever, and then late last year he was a starter and he was great. Thorpe could be something for San Diego, but you never but know. I Kyle Higashioka is a 32-year-old journeyman catcher, and Brito and Randy Vasquez you can replace. This is Juan Soto. He's generational. Lefty, New York, short porch, gets on base, hits doubles, hits home runs. Judge is a big righty. Soto's a big lefty. <laughs> I'm about to say, bring the energy with them hits. They're going to bring the energy with he them hits. He is going to have a phenomenal season. And I think they'll re-sign him. I think they'll re-sign him right after the I was about to say, this, they, is, they need this to. is the final year you of his contract. You cannot let him go into free agent. You have to re-sign him. Yeah, because I'm going to say, this is the final year of Soto's contract. So, this is kind of a like uh, an interview kind of thing. Like, this is what we can offer you, especially if we win. Like, obviously, and that goes into my next point, to the next, uh, our next player we're gonna talk about is Shohei Otani. He's scheduled to meet with Toronto. Now I've heard rumors. Please I'm not the no, biggest baseball. I'm not. I'm not the biggest baseball guy. But I keep up with some of the news. Yeah. I've heard rumors the Dodgers might be going after him. Giants, maybe the Padres. I put the Yankees on there because it's the Yankees. Who who would want to play with the Yankees? And they I got the most money. They're they're prioritizing right now on Yamamoto. I don't think they've they've talked about Shohei. I mean. I mean, before Soto, they were talking about Shohei, but realistically, what they want to want to do in this offseason was to get Yamamoto and Soto. What about Shohei tr- chances with Toronto signing Shohei? <sighs> I think it's high at it's this really point. It's really high. If he's visiting even though he, now, I'm I think say, it's about 50-50 with him. Because I heard also he wanted to stay somewhere on the California, on the West Coast side, <laughs> mm-hmm. to be closer to Japan. That was the selling point in 2018 when he signed with the Angels. And I think, honestly, that's why I would still lean with the L.A. Dodgers because they didn't re-sign Corey Seager. They didn't re-sign Trey Turner. Mm -hmm. The only only guys that they have big money attached to are Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts. You just choked in the playoffs to your division rival, the Diamondbacks. 
I think they're lining up to sign Shohei. He's not pitching next year, but he'll pitch again in 2025. So, But he'll be hitting next year. Oh, and he'll be hitting. And I think they sign him to a big 10, 11-year deal where he's making like million. $50 million a year. Woo! That's a lot. That's a lot. Are there any other big free agent names that we Ooh, should be on the lookout? We got breaking news. Whoa, what's the breaking news? No, no, it's it's Boston. It's Boston. Uh, the Bo- Boston just got Tyler O'Neill. What? Okay, from St. Louis. Yeah. St. Louis, really? He's a yeah, good player. They just traded him. Talk about it. Like, what does that mean? Talk about it. It adds something. He's not a very good player, but they just gave us Alex Verdugo, the yeah, left I, fielder. I, so. Out of all, out of all the guys, I didn't expect him to get Verdugo for nothing, too. Yeah, there was some talks that him and Alex Cora didn't really get along in Boston. And I like Verdugo. He's not a great player, but he can play. He can get on base. We also got Trent Grisham, the outfielder, in that Mm -hmm. trade with San Diego. So he can play defense. And I think this team, 82 wins last year, the Yankees, I think if they add Yamamoto now with Soto and Judge healthy. They were like like near dead lies when it came to the hitting percentage. Like they were not good hitting. So. Brigitting and Soto, and even though I'm not the biggest baseball guy, I was looking at his stats like, oh, this dude is a slugger. Like, he this is, dude knows he, how to he hit. He's a beast. So, thinking when I'm so bringing that in, bringing Soto in with someone like Judge and Sutton, it's time to, like, all right, we can't be the first round exits anymore. The evil, the evil empire is back. Yeah. <laughs> and you got to get more from Carlos Rodon because we you signed do. him to that big oh deal and he was yes. hurt last year. Is pitching still He's a, gotta is, do something. Pitching is still it, as of right now. I'm about to say it's pitching because that's always been the big issue for yeah. the Yankees for the last right. couple of years. It's been pitching. It's still an issue. If we get Yamamoto, it's better, but as of right now, it's an issue. So if they were to get Yamamoto, it would be, probably be Cole, Yamamoto, uh, Rodon, Rodon Nestor. Nestor, and who would you put four? Five, or, I or guess, five. would be Clark Schmidt. Is it enough to get to the World Series? They might want to bring back uh, Frankie. Because the Astros are now looking at question mark now that Dusty Baker's gone. So he's retired. So we don't know what the Astros are going to look like next year. One of the things I will say, though, about the Astros is they went through a lot last year and got to Game 7 of the ALCS. They had a lot of injuries, Altuve. So... I don't the Ver, know they picked up Verlander again yeah, late in the right. season. So they're going to have a full season of Verlander. Framber Valdez won't be that bad, nor will Javier. They had a ton of injuries. I'm worried. I think this Astro team is going to be really good next year. But I do think the Yankees with Soto, and if they add Yamamoto, you win 92 games, you get in. Once you're in, you're in, and you could You got to win. Right I'm not even – We also need I, judges to step up in the playoffs. I'm he, has, he hasn't right. looked – I he think, hasn't looked on the – sorry. You know, because I'm, I'm about to echo you what you're about to say, too. Judge and Stanton need to step up in the playoffs. Their numbers have gone down in the playoffs, especially Judge. Stanton was good early in the playoffs, but lately it's been a disappointment. If we didn't have Bader last year, that w- that w- we wouldn't have had any any hits at all. If Bader wasn't wasn't in the outfield. If Bader wasn't hidden. If Harrison Bader. I'm agree, I agree with that, but what I'm saying is, is this World Series a bust? Because I've been seeing yes. that, that yes. title. And yes, that title. You have that. you have the roster now. All you need is pitching. This, this is what we've been asking for. Because it's been what since 2009 since they've been to the World Series. We thought we had the team in 2017. We thought we had the team in 2019. But I think right now we have the team. You just need to get the pitching sorted, and you're fine. And if Judge can stay healthy, you never want to say World Series are bust in baseball because but, so much but can it's, happen. But it's it's, so, but it's hard it's to win. But when you haven't won since '09, it's that's, getting there. And now you have won. And you're so New York, and you're the New York Yankees, so there is expectation playing for the New York Yankees. Right. Exactly. So yeah, like you have to really quick. Really go quick. ahead. Go ahead. If they miss out, if they somehow miss out on Yamamoto, I'm not saying it will, but do you want them to get Jordan Montgomery back? 
Yes, because of the way he pitched in the playoffs. Okay. They have no choice but to get Jordan Montgomery and back. And I don't want Blake I would Snell. love I think it. I do not want Blake Snell. I know At this either. point, you got to get pitching. I've been I've been preaching about that for the Yankees for a while. It's like, yo, get this pitching bullpen is not good. You need to get that buffered and ready for that deep end for that playoff. Judge and Santon, also a big question, stepping up to the playoffs. Numbers got to go up because they look great during August. That August, that summer stretch, July, August, they look like the best team in baseball. Then come September, it's a downhill drop right. from what we saw in the summer. So they have got to fix that. Hopefully Soto can Hopefully. fix that. Hopefully Floto can fix that. And I want the Yankees to win because even though I'm not a I'm not a I'm a casual Yankee fan, mostly from my grandfather, because he used to watch and I used to watch it with him. But they have it's 2009. It's been a we coming we passed a decade now. Like we're y'all the Yankees. You've already had the Red Sox win and the Astros win. You gotta get together. Right. Well, we're gonna kick a quick step off. And before we go to break, how about we can you get enough of the Odies? Then tune in to Saturday night at the Odies on Raw Radio from 8 p.m. to midnight. Your hosts, Greg May and Maddie K, play the greatest hits of yesterday, the classics of Motown and the early days of rock and roll. It's a rockin' party, old school style, every Saturday night starting at 8 p.m. It's Saturday night at the Odies, only on Raw Radio 89.7 WGLS-FM. Also online at rawradio.com. WGLS programming is made possible in part by the Rowan University Alumni Association. Delighted to serve over 100,000 Rowan Proud Profs through exciting events and programs, communications, volunteer and mentorship opportunities, and special benefits and discounts. Since its founding, the Alumni Association has worked to maintain a lasting and positive relationship between our dedicated graduates and their alma mater. Alumni are encouraged to check out the website for more information about getting involved. The website is alumni.rowan.com. Edu. The Rowan University Alumni Association is proud to sponsor the programming on Rowan Radio. WGLS-FM programming is made possible in part by Inspira Health. Getting sick is never convenient, especially when you're juggling a full course load, a job, an internship, or all three. The My Inspira app allows you to access care at home, between classes, or on the go. Services include consulting board-certified doctors by phone or video chat to get a quick diagnosis and treatment for non-emergency medical issues, from acne to the flu. You can see a doctor immediately or select a time for your virtual visit that works for you and your schedule. Download the MindSphere app to get started today. Inspira Health is a proud supporter of programming on Rowan Radio 89.7 WGLS-FM. Rowan Radio 89.7 WGLS-FM. I'm your host, Joshua Counts, here to bring you your final topic of the evening. Ladies and gentlemen, the in-season tournament is coming to a close, and we have our final matchup for the first ever in-season, for the, excuse me, the inaugural in-season term. We have the Indiana Pacers taking on the Los Angeles Lakers, and for, for both how the both teams got here, well... It was the Tyrese Halliburton show last night. I don't know if y'all was watching because I wasn't watching a football game. I was watching that. Tyrese Halliburton, apologies, man. I was unfamiliar with your game. This man dropped 27 points and 15 assists with seven rebounds. 11 and 19 from the field, three of nine from the three-point line. He was chewing up Dame Lillard. No, I am so glad that this in-season tournament has been implemented, but that's a discussion for another time because I just think – Adam Silver did a phenomenal job with this. That's number one. Number two, 
I'm so glad that the world can see the superstar in the making that is Tyrese Halliburton. Talk about it. Because this was a player who was good last season. He was a 20-10 and 10 guy with Indiana. And then he got hurt kind of towards the end and didn't really get going. And this is a team. They have energy. He's a distributor. He's efficient. He can score. He's taken a leap even from last year that was good. And now he's just a great volume scorer. You get the assists. And the big part, even though he's not a great defender, he's efficient from the field. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they the three. Yeah, no, no, they can't defend to save their life. Now nah, they can't stop a cold. Like Indiana defense is trash. But <laughs> quick, quick, quick side. But I'm, I'm being honest. I'm being honest. Like you gotta, like you gotta, like score the ball. That's how I'm curious how the Lakers are when I'm playing against them. Um, what is it? Tomorrow night or t- tomorrow night? I believe. Uh, tomorrow night, eight thirty yeah, at tomorrow night. Yeah. So I'm curious how the Lakers are going to play Indiana. But when it comes to Indiana. <laughs> Quick, when it comes to Milwaukee, quick sidebar, they're struggling. But I don't know if you guys saw it. There was a clip of Damian Lillard going around of him touching the trophy. And the reporter said, yeah. don't touch it. And so he it's jinxed bad him. luck, yep. He Did you see Halliburton doing the uh, Dame time? Oh, my god! After, after he hit the dagger? Dog, dog, I saw so many memes. I saw one. Dame posted I, about I, it after, afterwards. I, yeah, he said, be humble. I'm like, yeah. I don't know, bro, about being humble. Like, you got cooked. So, <laughs> I don't know about being humble. I mean, you might need to be humble. Just take this. But... I'm about to touch y'all, Coach. You ever saw ATL with T.I.? I did not. I did yeah, not. All right, there's a iconic meme. You've probably seen the meme. There was a scene in ATL with T.I. grabbing his girl chain and snatching it. That was Tyrese Halliburton doing to Damian Lillard. <laughs> he just snatched the chain off. He was like, yo, dog, not your, it's me now. I'm, I'm the future. I, I, I'm the present. You, you the past. Because that's what that, – yo, he was really – I was like, yo, go help Dame, bro. Damian Lillard is not Drew Holiday. He's getting right. cooked. Yes, there you go. There you See, Tom looked it up. There you go. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm about to you about to go watch ATL after this. Watch, watch. <laughs> but Jan, now let's talk about the, let's get serious. Now let's talk about the Bucks. The Bucks, you know, they've been struggling. Giannis finished with 37. Middleton had 20. Dame looked very bad, seven to 20. Even though he did finish with 24 points, I mean the Bucks just don't look in sync. They don't look good. And even though they don't look in sync and don't look good, to your point, they're still 15 and seven on the young season. Like so that when set, they but they're a third start, seed now, currently? I believe so. Because I think Orlando's the, the second standings. seed. They are actually the two seed two now. Seed? Okay, Boston's okay. 15 and five. They're the one. Orlando's the three. As so Orlando right fell, fell. Okay, okay. So they're still the two, and they're not clicking, and Dame has not really clicked. Josh, you mentioned last night, seven of 20 from the field, not ideal. I'm also paying attention to the pick a roll. It's the pick a roll that we talked about in the offseason, even coming early on, early into the start, early when we started doing this show. Or early in the season that we was excited for that pick and roll, that pick and pop with Giannis and Dan. I was about to it call just that hasn't Kobe. really work. Yeah, I was calling that Shaq and Kobe too before I even saw it. And now I'm like, I'm regretting that. They'll figure it out though, I'll say that. And the reason they'll figure it out is because in the NBA talent seems to supersede anything. Mm, we'll it just see. doesn't really matter. Unless you suffer injuries. Take a look at the Brooklyn Nets a few years ago. Yeah, but this but, is also first year head wah, coach. Wah, wah. That's true. Wah wah wah, it's crazy. But that season, <laughs> <laughs> but big three didn't save you. That it. That is true. That is true. But I, I, I Florida State. We might. Time. We wow. Might, that's crazy. We might see. I, I'm not predicting. <laughs> it. I'm not hoping for. But Giannis did pick this guy. But we might. We there's a chance if they don't get a click, we might see the end of their head coach early on the season. We might see an interim come probably all star. They gotta figure it out. 
Who they do. You, when your expectations are so high, you can't slip even a little. Because would you pick them to beat Boston? No, not right now. Exactly. No. At, the, at the beginning of the season, we did, but not right now. I wouldn't yeah. even take them against the Sixers right now. Ooh. Wow. Oh, really? They're playing better basketball. I know they have a better record than Milwaukee does, but I, I would say Maxi is playing better than Damian Lillard. That is true. Like Maxi is probably the third best guard right now in the league. So who do you think of the three right now for the guards? Luca, Luca, Halley, yeah. I will go right there. De'Aaron Fox is up there. Oh, De'Aaron Fox is there. Yeah, Steph is going to be Steph, but I don't know where you put him. You know what the sad part is? We could have had Harbaugh Halbert. That's the worst. You could have Fox, too. I think you were in the running for him. You no. Wanted him <laughs> this is what makes it worse if you're a Knicks fan. Because you're right. What Chris says, we could have had Tyrese Halliburton, but we drafted Obi Toppin. Who, ironically, is yeah, yeah, yeah. on the Dude, I was going to bring that up. Who's not balling with Tyrese Halliburton. Tyrese Halliburton. But the guy you drafted instead is now playing with Halliburton in Indiana. And looks good. And looks good. Like, that's the worst part. So we... <laughs> Because <laughs> we got though they needed a go they needed we all said go guard go guard go guard they ended up drafting top end when we already had forwards to galore we already had so <laughs> many forwards so I was like all right what's the point drafting top end all right he's a New York cool he's a Skywalker he can probably get the pop from the crowd all right whatever doesn't work we get Brunson okay still doesn't work we can't go all in on Donaldson Mitchell because you got these pieces that you want to see develop nothing works out at all for the Knicks long story short. Because we could have got Steph. We didn't get Steph. Could have got Tyrese Halliburton. Could have got Donovan Mitchell. Could have got Donovan Mitchell. Put you had to go Frank Nilekina. Could have DeJounte Murray. Although don't, Phil Jackson, don't, I still don't, hate you. Don't don't mention Frank Nilekina. No, don't mention that. that. Those are the dark ages of the Kevin game. Knox. Kevin. Oh, my God. Moving on. We're going to the Lakers now. <laughs> We're going to the Lakers. The Lakers beat the Pelicans 133-89. And I'm not going to lie. I am totally disappointed. I was totally disappointed in this game. Because I was very excited coming in. I thought we was about to get, you know, old school versus new school, LeBron James versus Zion. And quick question. I, I'm going to say this because I've been asking my friends this, and I, I'm telling you it can't be me. Does Zion look out of shape to y'all? Yes. Yes. And he just didn't take over the game. He hasn't been able to really take over games the way I thought he'd be at this point in his career. Because and we've seen him in the past do it. I, I, that's why I'm like, I'm like, I'm think, I'm not bugging. I'm like, no. I'm watching Zion. I'm like, he don't look in shape versus early in the season. He don't look like he's in shape. It looked like he's putting on more weight, and it's like he's not running. Uh, he's not like, you know how you he's run up. He's just jogging. Exactly. He's jogging. Like he's taking his time like, okay, I'm noticing it. The analysts are knowing, are noticing it. The former players are noticing it. He looks like he's playing on talent alone. You can't do that. You need to have the, uh, what's the word I want to use? Not the, the fundamentals, so to speak. You got to have the fundamentals. You got to have that trained and refined and shaped. To be ready, and it's like, all right, bro. And Kenny Smith has, has this saying that when last, especially last year when Zion looked over overweighted and everything, he had this saying that you get in shape to play basketball. Basketball doesn't get you in shape. That's it. Seems like Zion's on the ladder. He's like he's playing basketball to get in shape. Like that's not how it works, bro. You got. I was very disappointed. It came out lackadaisical. They didn't show any energy. They got whooped early on. This game was over by halftime, and it just seems like now if you're Adam Silver, you kind of did one. I, Actually, that's a that's a double edged sword. Maybe you wanted LA to get into the inaugural end season tournament to promote it. When on the other hand, you probably wanted both the small markets to get in to put some light because both the small markets have great young team, young players. Excuse me. Brandon Ingram was uh, building houses last night. He was four for Woo! thirteen from the field. Brick City. And 
Jose Alvarado contributed a little bit as he was three for seven. There's so a he ju- was there is a, a, bit me- of a builder. Hold up, there was a meme out. Unfortunately, I'm going to say this because it was hilarious. There was a meme out. And I think you may saw that Tyrese, not Tyrese Allen, but uh, um, Jose Alvarado. What's the man name? Jose, Jose Alvarado. Alvarado. Jose Alvarado. 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 Thank you. Had a brain fart. Was going to donate the money to his daughter or daughter kids or something like that. <laughs> daughter friends or something like that. And, Le- just... and then LeBron James beats them, blows them out, by the way. So they had the Michael Jordan meme, black and white, with you know what, them kids. I was <laughs> laughing my behind off because I was like, I was like, Dag, man, LeBron really did that to that Jose. I was like, Dag, man. I saw he something really on uh, Instagram that LeBron's going to play this in-season tournament final game like uh, his daughter won't eat. As if he's not a multi, multi, multi billionaire. At this point, probably a billionaire. I think that's going to be a very good game. Speaking of, I think that's going to be a very good game. I will pick the Lakers to win. Um, I'm loving. I'm loving what I see from Tyrese Halliburton. He's averaging 26. He's a superstar in the making. I think this is probably his fourth national televised game. He has not had a lot of them, so he has been using that, using showing out and using that time correctly. But I think the Lakers. I think the Lakers are going to play better defense than the Pacers and probably have, have them locked down. Yeah. Now, we'll slow them down. I'm not going to say locked down. They'll, they'll slow them down. It, depending on how Anthony Davis plays as well. I got to take a look at that. I would have to agree with that, Josh. I think the Lakers win this game. I think what they did to New Orleans is kind of similar to what they should do to Indiana. Indiana beat Boston, who we thought was better than them. And Tyrese Halliburton, no, bro. Halliburton's been unbelievable these last like, few contests. This in-season tournament has been his coming out party. Oh, 100%. And I think he's going to have a, you know, ho-hum 28-12 and 12, like we've seen pretty much all season. But I yeah. just don't think Indiana has enough outside of him to keep up with the Lakers. That's and I think the Lakers think win you, by about 15. I'm about to say, when you look at the Lakers, you got James, Davis, Russell, Reeves. Reeves, yep. Um, Reeves of the Beast. Yeah, I'm about to say, Rui Hachimura. Like, you have, you have players, players and pieces, so it's like, I don't. I think they're better coached as well. Darvin Ham versus not to say Rick Carlisle is a terrible coach. He's a great coach. He's doing great things in Indiana. But I'm just I think I'm favoring Indiana. I'm not Indiana. The Lakers. Yes. I think I'm favoring just the Lakers. I think we all are for the Lakers to win the, in, the inaugural end season tournament. Uh, quick thoughts before we wrap up because we are about we are coming to the end. What are our thoughts on the end season tournament? Do we like it? Do we love? Do we? Hate I like it? it. I love it. I think this is the best thing that Adam Silver's done. You give these small market guys this exposure. Yeah. I think it's great because I think players like it because they can make some money early yeah. on. Fans like it because the early games are not just meaningless. And I think the owners love it because you could sell jerseys. That too. And I'm also going to add, especially the players that don't have the million dollar contract. Right. Some the of them two-way are, guys. Yeah. Some of them are probably two way guys. Some of them don't have, are even playing for contracts later down in the seat, uh, later down in the offseason. But I agree with you. I love it. This is the second. Adam Silver has not missed for me yet in terms of coming up with these new ideas for the NBA. I love the play-in, and now I love the in-season tournament. So definitely shout-out to the NBA and Adam Silver. The Lakers are, probably, are definitely going to win tonight. To, not to, to, tonight, but tomorrow. I love the crossover between TNT and ESPN. That was awesome and hilarious. That was long overdue, in my opinion. They definitely should have been doing that for the finals in my, my eyes as well. But that will do it here for us. My name is Josh Counts. Tom, I have Tom Hill, Chris Gazillo, and we are going to wrap it up right here on All Sides. We hope you all have a happy holidays, happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa, and Merry Christmas. You've been listening to Offsides, a weekly roundtable discussion about the world of professional sports, featuring the diverse perspectives of the Rowan Radio Sports Department. Tune in next Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 5 to 6 p.m., 
for another edition of Offsides, only on Rowan Radio 89.7 WGLS-FM.